Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 281 of We Podcast, and we know things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news, most times, not this time. My name is Greg Horn, alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Mator. Bonus. <laughs> yeah, so episode 281, picks of the week, not happening. Trivia, not happening. Movies, not happening. Gaming, not today. Music, see you next week. Weekly WADA, never. What we're doing is a Better Call Saul Season 6, Episode 1 and 2 spoiler cast of the first two episodes. We're dropping it before Episode 3 comes out because we don't want to do it after. That would kind of make it pointless. And uh, we have some questions we want to answer. We have some things we want to go over. And then we'll do some like death predictions for the season. So if you're a Better Call Saul fan, this is the episode for you it's dropping super early we're not doing a friday episode this week you're getting us on monday that will give us weeks before episode 282 from episode 280 so if you think about episode 282 it will be recorded on thursday may 5th so cinco de mayo so you have from april 21st to may 5th for news so you can imagine 282 going to be pretty jam-packed Oh, baby. So when we come back with our normal stuff, we'll probably have a two hour episode. At least we'll say it'll be two hours and it'll end up being an hour and 15. That's how we've been going. We'll bang it out. That's how we've been going lately. But let's get through it here. Like we said, no picks of the week, no trivia, diving right in. So far, we are on season six of Better Call Saul, the final season. Just spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Before we get even there, overall, your thoughts you know, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know our thoughts on the show. But if you haven't, maybe you're new. Maybe you're searching Better Call Saul on your podcast feed and you came across us. Sam, what are your overall thoughts of Better Call Saul as a series? As as a series, it's like we've always said, it's it's one of the best written shows. Breaking Bad, probably top tier. And like you you said it, better Breaking Bad is an 11. Better Call Saul is like a 10. And I, I, I truly feel like this is one of the smartest shows that you get the payoff. If you paid attention from the beginning, you get the payoff at the end. I would agree. I think this is one of those shows where it, it does so much deliberately that, you know, it takes its time where it needs to take its time. And every single thing is in there for a purpose. It's the type Mm -hmm. of show where I said it already. If break, you just said it, if breaking bad Mm -hmm. was 11, this is a 10. I, it might be the best show going on cable television right now. And besides Breaking Bad, the best show AMC has ever had. Even better than Mad Men. I see that another show. I'd, I'd never seen one episode of Mad Men. And I'm Mad sure Man, I would love Mad it. Mad Men's great. You would. Mad Men's I'll get great. there. It's a slower burn for a while. But you got to so get there. But yeah, but it, it, to me, to me, uh, like the first season of Better Call Saul was a slow burn. You really don't get the, the juicy stuff until like episode four and five. You really got to wait to get through them first. I think that's why... If like I think you Ashley and Kelly when they both first started the show, it didn't hit for them because it was just a little slow. Then it once you kind of get through that, it picks up and it's worth it. It's one of those shows where they do spend fifteen minutes on Mike Armentrout dissecting his entire car just to find a tracker in the gas cap, or or you, you know, have a fifteen minute episode of Slip and Jimmy basically having a breakdown during bingo. 
Yeah, and that's a great point. Or you have a six and a half minute intro scene where they're dumping ties and shit into boxes because that's what we want. We look around in those scenes. We look for Easter eggs. We look at the character studies because this show is a masterclass of character writing. Yes. When one of my favorite characters of the show is the dude who has his baseball card stolen, you know you're in for a treat. I really hope he comes back in six. I really hope. He just makes a small cameo in season six, and and he's still in the Hummer. I hope he still has that Hummer. Um, but That's Sam, broke down. What, yeah, uh, let's dive in episodes one and two, season six. They're here, the final season. You said it on, on episode two eighty um, last week. We have eleven episodes left of the show, and we really gotta like, hang on for them. So we we are probably going to be doing at least a little bit of Better Call Saul talk. Every week, um, we do it for the shows we truly, truly love and care about. And so, especially the weekly episodics. So we'll go there. Yeah. Um, but we won't be around for episode three. We're not doing an episode this week because I'll be on vacation in Myrtle Beach. So that's why we're recording it early. You're getting it early. All that good stuff. So we can only talk through episodes one and two, but we'll have predictions. I want to start with the nacho scenes. The nacho scenes are the scenes that take your breath away. That are incredibly tense. Now the the spoilers are here. You don't have to hold back anything like we did on 280 where we did spoiler free. Boy, howdy. What'd you think of those nacho scenes? How is Gus going to leave my boy nacho at that motel? (laughs) It hurt hurt me because especially hearing what Mike had to say about. You know, do you respect him? Like, you know, to hear that. The the kid earns your or deserves your respect. Yeah, to know what he did for him. And just to kind of, kind of give him up, I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, Gustavo!" Like, I, I, I was disappointed in Gustavo. <laughs> he called him by his first name. You know, he means it. it. That, 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 you can tell. I'm gonna tell my third voice. I'm ticked off. I, I, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, Gustavo. It, it's just you, we know what Nacho went through. You know what I mean? Like we we saw, it, and now what he's about to go through, and. It, it, it's the only way he gets out is 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 Gus. Gus is going to have to go back and get his ass. If not, Nacho's dead. Unless Mike, because we know Mike lives and we know Mike works for Gus in Breaking Bad, so he he could take a gamble on how truly val- valuable he is to Gus and kind of go off the rails and go covert op a little bit and well, well, do it himself. Well, so with the plan that – well, we don't know if he does the plan, but the plan that Mike kind of theorized, we take three or four of our best and we go in. So yeah. I assume Mike's one of them. So I imagine maybe two of the guys they go. So if they go four, two of the low guys die, and then him and the main guy somehow make it out with Nacho. You know, I think Tyrus won't be there. I don't think uh, – I can't think of his, his the other – So you, so you think he'll name. keep the main guy with Gus or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. And then everyone go, that goes with and then everyone that goes with Mike dies except Mike and Nacho. But Mike could have tried to do it himself because he went out into the desert and saved Jimmy in season five in Bagman by himself and killed all those people with a sniper. So like, I, but I think now the an extraction is harder than yeah. And I just that. feel like just everything kind of is turned up a couple more notches, especially with the brothers there. You know, with the, the crocodile shoes, <laughs> the the cousins. Yeah, the cousins. Yeah, the Salamanca cousins. Um, I I'm with you. And the nacho scenes were all incredibly intense over the first two episodes. Like you can't take your eyes off it. You don't want to look at your phone. Hell, you barely want to breathe. I do. I I didn't look at my. 
I can honestly say I didn't look at my phone one time. That's when you know the show is good. The subtleties in in the when he's up in the hotel, the subtleties of looking out his window and dr- and noticing drips coming from an AC and knowing that that means mm-hmm. that it's working and on and that's how you get the hunch that somebody's on to you and waiting and waiting and waiting just to see a little bit of a shadow or a little bit of a thing pass through the broken piece of wood and then breaking out that AC and cu- it was just man you just root for this guy even though he's not a great person he wants out and you feel for him yeah and man you know and, and then he gets in. He's trying to hotwire the car. The problem is he probably could have had a better shot of either getting away on foot, stealing a different car. Like he could have gotten into the car that the dudes all got out of because that car is running. Um, he probably could have done that instead of the truck. He could have just stayed there in the truck and just waited instead of trying to hotwire it. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they would eventually have found him. Yeah, they knew I, he was I there. think he, he you can't just lay flat on the bed like he was like he, he made a move as long as he could. And then the guy saw him. And then there was nothing he could do. Very conveniently saw him and then very conveniently pushed the woman away until then Nacho fired a whole fucking boatload of rounds into him. Um, But then he's in the truck. He's hot wiring it. And then the twins kill their own guy because they know they want him alive. And this is where my gripe comes in is he's trying his best to hot wire the car. The The cousins are walking so incredibly deliberately towards that vehicle. The vehicle is not in motion. And I put this on YouTube and people were going at me like, do you know how hard it is to shoot out tires? No, I've never done it before. Sorry, it's not a hobby I do on the weekends. But when the car is stationary, it can't be that fucking difficult. And now they did shoot one of the tires on the way out on a rewatch. I watched and they do shoot one of the tires. So the the truck is not going to be in commission much longer. And when you see the season three teaser, I'm sorry, the episode three teaser, you know that he's back on foot. But they had all the chances in the world to literally corner him. It's blocked in this whole place. The only way out was through the cars that he drove through. They could have shot all four tires at that point. He would have been dead in the water. Season's over. I felt like they. the one gripe I have is they probably got to him a little fast for me. Hmm. A little okay. bit. I mean, the, the, the safe stuff happens so fast. Mike drops it in there. The Peruvian bank accounts, the number to the motel. Fuck you, Gus. Mike didn't want to do it, but he's a loyal soldier. Um, I but it, the only time for, you just don't know when Gus called. Oh, I guess yeah, he found it in the safe. That's where they got. It. Okay, that's where they got it from the I, safe. I, I so, gotcha. um, I just I felt like man, all that in the first two episodes. Maybe episode three, give him a chance to go on the run a little bit. That I have a close call before you run into them because when you run into them, okay, now you're at that high point. You're at the, like, this is the decision and he's just firing out that window and he's going to miss every single shot. He can't shoot them and they don't shoot the tires. I just thought it was a very weird scene. And when I had explained that to people in in a YouTube section of Pete Pepper's comments, I said like, I've never fired a gun in my life and I could have shot at all four tires. It wasn't moving. And they said, well, hold on. They said, they said, the cousins like to play with their prey and like work for it. They didn't want to take the easy route. I'm like, damn, you're you're a much better writer than I am because that is bullshit. That is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I would say that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, definitely. Not, not the right not, way. But. Just my – as it was happening, I was expecting at least Nacho to get shot or one of the cousins to Good get call. shot. Like that's it. No, I just need – in my head, I would have just like – that would – to me, that's my 
a bullet wound in the fight. shoulder. A bullet of, wound exactly. in the shoulder. Of episode two, someone gets hit. Yeah, they, they killed their one boy who, who was shooting him. I get it. Okay, he dies. But I wanted one of them to take something to the shoulder or or even, you know, Nacho takes a hit. Like someone get something. But Albeit Nacho already did get shot in the stomach a couple seasons ago. So that's a lot. It's a lot for him. True. But again, you when you had two guns pointing at the guys in front of you, like I would like, give me a deflection, give me give me a ricochet. I would I, I, I would have liked that, but again, that didn't happen until episode two. But still, I I would have liked to have seen something in a ten episode season, maybe a little bit more for, like forgiven. In a thirteen episode season, you got time. Now I think probably two or three of these episodes is going to be dedicated just to Gene. We still got a whole story to tell with him, the cab driver, all that stuff. So I think we're going to get more than what we think, especially yeah. because we didn't get a gene scene and, to begin the season. And I do like they don't give you the titles of the episodes. So the only so we I only have I could see three and four. Three says rock in a hard place and four is hit and run. And that's it. So the rest, we don't know any of the titles. So I, I, I would have like one episode. I won't be surprised if it's just called Gene. Gene and you know, Kim, it would be like yeah, something like that, Gene, or Saul and Kim, because yeah. they've been doing that blank and blank. Look at all four yeah. of them; it's blank and blank. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the naming convention they go with all season. Um, but yeah, even if it's like Saul and Gene or something like that. But regardless, uh, did you have? And we're gonna stick just with the Nacho stuff, not the Saul and Kim and Howard Hamlin. Is there anything that you have a gripe with, or that you particularly loved about the Nacho stuff? And we're not going to get into Lalo at all yet. That's we keep that separate. Go no no no. Lalo is included in Nacho. All okay. Of I again just Lalo being sa- a savage man going to the house and you know uh, I don't know if it, the lady I think it was well it wasn't family it was just kind of like friends they just respected him they knew who he was and or the guy walks in with the full beard and he goes oh keep the mustache and the and the patch the soul patch and I'm looking I'm like is he going to and as I'm thinking, he's removing the knife. And I was like, here he goes. And then just to, to help his identity, to prove that he's dead, because he don't want people to know that he's still alive. I thought that was genius on Lalo's part. It was even doubly genius to have dental work done to make it match yours. Mm-hmm. Well, they had dent- it, he had dental work done to match his dental, to match his teeth. He paid for it and he paid that that dentist. To oh. say, give me here's my mold, make his teeth because the oh, said I, he's in so much yes. pain. That way, when he burns the body and they can yes. only get dental records, it's Lalo, not the guy that he killed to make him look like him. Yes, that's a see that I, I actually forgot about where he mentioned about his teeth. That's actually a great point. So, so that, I mean, that even make that makes that scene even better to me in my eyes. To, for him to have the foresight to to yep. down to the tooth, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing, and it's also just genius writing. Um, you know, okay. Just, there was his, his tenants, Sylvia and Mateo. That's yeah. who it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just super genius writing there. Lalo continues to just be, you know what? I said this to Ashley and maybe I was speaking out of my ass a little bit, but I think I believe myself when I say this, he is what the, uh, nephew from Ozark wants to be. I think that you yeah. know, I've said it before. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. when random family members just show up in a random season. And Ozark's now done it twice, and I'm let I've let them get away with it. And even though Ben is my least favorite character, and because they, they just don't know how to do it right. And even this new uncle guy, who's going to be a huge threat in the second half of season four of Ozark, and he fucking domed those two people 
Um, yeah. I won't get into the who because I don't give too many spoilers for that show. But like, okay, fine. He's ruthless because he kills people. Lalo doesn't. You've only seen him. You saw him jump through the thing and kill the kid who worked at the the one place. But like, other than that, he hasn't really killed anybody outside of his hacienda. That's obvious. But he's so menacing, and yeah. now you know just quite how ruthless he is when he takes the scissors apart. All shit. And I will say the next part I like again with Lalo when he informs Hector that he's still alive. Ah, uh, be say, and that's oh, the thing great, about great. that's the thing about this writing. Every other show would have skipped through him going through the alphabet twice, and yep. but they took their time and they did it, and I love them for that. And and to just seeing Hector's face, his eyes, knowing that he's alive, and I was like, oh my god! I was like, and he's about to get on the other truck, and you know he's get ready to go in the United States. Kills the two guys. He goes, all right, everybody, find another way home. Here's your money back. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, Lalo is great, and he continues to be great. Yeah. So, so when do you think he catches up with Nacho, or do you think he gets to Gus first? I. I don't think he's going to I if anyone he's going to get to Jimmy and Kim first. Wow. That's who I I, I think he's going to get to them first cuz he kind of Do you think he was in at. do you think that was him in the car? I, I mean it, it, to me it's painted that it's it's him. I don't I, think it was. I actually have a very out there theory of who I think it was and it's an original theory. I didn't see this anywhere yet. Um but we'll get to that when we get to the Jimmy and or, I'm sorry, okay, so we'll Kim stuff, but um anything else you want to talk about with the Nacho or Lalo stuff? Again, um, I will say when um, when uh, Gus meets Hector like face to face, and the way he looks him, at it when he shakes his he hand, he looks at him, he gives him the handshake, and it was again, it's his body movement. He had that smug look on his face, and Gus is too smart. He saw right through that. He was already skeptical. He already thought that he was still alive before he he was. Oh, he's dead. Maybe after seeing the dental, he kind of swayed him a little bit. But as soon as after he saw his face, he goes, Lalo's alive. That's it. I, I thought that was just brilliant. And again, you believe it because Gus is that smart. Yeah. Yeah. So great stuff with the Nacho, the Lalo, the Salamanca stuff, like basically the cartel stuff. Um, just fantastic work there. Every single scene built upon the previous and was as intense as the last. So kudos all around there. Next time, just shoot the tires. With Saul and Kim, they're big stuff. Thing I had mentioned on 280 is they're deliberately, I believe, the writers are not giving them this giant thing yet, um, their moments, because they don't want to give you those at the same time as yeah. the Lalo and Nacho stuff to make the show give you a chance to breathe just a little bit. But they are going after Howard Hamlin and trying to make him look like a coke addict. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. What do you think about the stuff here? I, I definitely did not see him sneak it into his locker, but just how it felt. That's not mine. <laughs> just like even even though it's not his it just it looks like that they're hinting that he had a problem maybe he had a problem with cocaine back in the day i could i could be speaking out of turn and they're kind of maybe trying to course him back into it just kind of hint to maybe just give him a little taste of it i could be reading that wrong but uh, it, yeah it, i don't see anything like that it, it just didn't go nowhere with it. Like the guy didn't press it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, that shows to me. No, 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 no. See, now this is where we're going to disagree. I think the guy from Davis and Maine who kind of brushed it aside, especially when the Kettleman's were in there saying like, that's not the Howard Hamlin. I know that to me shows the boys club. That to me shows like the, the guys looking out for guys thing where it's like, 
the cover-ups, the, the stuff, the corruption that happens in big business that we all know happens. That's what I thought this was. I thought this was the ultimate boys club stuff. And so there, like he knew exactly that, that he knew it was Howard's, even though it, we know as the audience that it's not, but he just wanted to brush it under the rug because it can't be that Howard, not the Howard I know, or frankly, I don't care. It ain't my business. And so um, I think that that was completely deliberate but at the same time um jimmy said it as much it can't be something that's going to destroy him as a person just enough to kind of fuck it up and then he went to the kettleman's with a specific lawsuit with the whole you know intoxicated counsel thing he knew it wasn't going to stick he knew nobody was going to take the case he knew they would go to davis and maine it was just a diversion it was just all a diversion just to get his name soiled It'll never go anywhere, but we see Howard in the trailers for the upcoming episodes in a boxing arena with the lights off, um, basically saying to him, like, the time is now. But if you look at that scene, there's another person in that room, and I think I know who it is, and I think it's the person that was in that car. I think it was the PI that he hired to come with him to Chuck's house. When when. Jimmy broke in and punched him and the PI was the witness. Do you remember that? I'm trying to think of the PI. I, I know the helper he had to help Chuck, but I can't, I'm not, I don't remember. So like, do you remember when Jimmy breaks into Chuck's house to find the tape recorder and then destroys it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Howard is in the other room with a PI and they're waiting behind the wall. Cause they wanted to be witnesses. And the PI that he hired, that Howard Hamlin hired, you'll get to it. It's, it's in season three, I believe, um, is a bald white guy with a mustache, just like the guy in that boxing ring. I think that PI that Howard hired is back just on the tail. And Could that's be. how he knew. That's how I think Howard knew it was Jimmy that did the bowling balls, knew it was Jimmy who did the hookers because it never was overtly stated. No, you know, is following them and then can report back. And that's who I think was in the car. I do not think it was Lalo and it might've been Howard himself, but I think it was Howard's PI and he's going to, that that, that makes sense. Okay. I can get behind that. So that's what I think. Uh, Again, deliberately slower, deliberately less tense, but still good enough to move the story forward. And quite frankly, the Kettleman's were hilarious. Yeah. In the yard. We'll find it out in discovery. Like the, the way that they're, you know, especially Craig Kettleman, just being the, the pushover dude. And just the, the same couple. Of, I'm so glad I watched that first season. I swear, I w- it's been so many years. I would have forgot the Kettleman's, and I'm they so were glad great. I they, they're they maybe looked a little older, but they were still the same crazy, goofy couple from the first season. Yeah, and they were great in the first season, but like even better now. The Kettleman shined. That was like the height of the Jimmy Kim stuff, and the Jimmy Kim stuff. You know, at that very last scene in the Kettleman's place, where Kim basically becomes Kim Goodman. And does the phone call thing like that was so off script. Jimmy was like, or Saul was even taken aback by it where he even gave them the money afterwards. So like him is starting, they're starting to switch roles a little bit here. So like if there was one big thing it was building to, that was it. This could be a breakup. You know, they could break up. They could go to, you know, Kim could end up in jail. There's a whole bunch of different possibilities. We'll get to that in a few minutes with the death, um, with the death predictions that we have here for the final season. But I'll just ask, Anything else about the Saul or Kim stuff that you wanted to go over or really anything else outside of the cartel? It could be any other thing um, that you wanted to talk. I, I just think Jimmy's now saying like he's 
he's he's created her. Like Kim was never like this. She slowly over the years have kind of turned into, like you said, like the Mrs. McGill. But can or Mrs. Goodman almost. But can't you yeah. but can't you See, this is where I'll push back a little bit. I don't disagree, but she had a really rough childhood, and you saw that in the flashback scene with her mom. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of there. I think she just did such a good job of holding it down to become something greater that that part of her was just no. I I I don't disagree. I'm just saying Jimmy kind of just kept quotes like just just poking her, poking her, pushing her, and eventually you get close enough to the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, that side. You know, oh, it's it's late. That side kind of came out of her, and and so I'm I'm in on that. I'm I think that Kim is just one of the most complex characters on television. If it wasn't for Nacho, she would be my favorite character going. And so. and and wasn't it like when she was like watching them play golf? Like, did it look like he looked at her like four different times? Like, I can see you guys right over there. You're watching me through <laughs> binoculars in the car. It just looked like he looked over every time, and he sees her doing it. Um, I mean, if you have to be that far away, that's a tough sell. To you know, I'm sure they were really far, but at the same time, uh, they I would turned, like to think they turned their golf cart to the left, and she was like, "Oh shit, that must mean they're leaving." Like, how do you know that? They turned to the left. That's all they did. They never once they didn't put their clubs away and take their shoes yeah, off. All, all she saw was him on the phone. Put it. Put his. You know, answer the phone. Hang it up. Put his golf clubs, and then they went back in the cart. She goes, "Oh, something's off. Something's off." Yeah, like that was a little convenient. Like. I, I'm just thinking, oh, I mean, we're just trying to I, find a beer lady or something. That, or she's just good at her job at being on watch. Kudos. Uh, all right. Let's move on to kind of future death predictions and just a couple of questions I have for you. Okay. How do you think Jesse and Walt enter this series now that we know that they will? Honestly, I I, I kind of don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be a flashback of a, a flash forward. Like right. a, yeah, like a flash forward to the breaking bad timeline right yeah like so that's we're gonna go back to when it's them in a meeting in an argument or something like that it's when they're still cooking or something like that that's to me other than that i can't see them doing it or like if they're together it'll be like that or if it's separate it's you know maybe him and walt have a scene and then maybe at the end gene and and um, Aaron Paul's character meet up or something like that. that that's the only that this just me just pulling things out of yeah. thin air. That's he's in Alaska and Gene doesn't know that, so I don't know if that would happen. Um, what if it's a recreation of the first time they meet out in the desert with the Nacho and Lalo thing? That could be cool, where they like expand on that scene and make it longer and longer, so you now hear what's said outside of that. Um, or how that got to that, something like that would be cool. Cause I think this is a cameo. I think that these are in maybe, maybe like we said, I think before Hank and Gomi, maybe two episodes, five minutes total. Like maybe that's all I really want. I don't want the shine yeah, I don't, I don't to need be taken away from these characters yeah, that we love. Exactly. A little cameo just to see them again. Yes. I, I think you give me that. And I think I'll, I'd be fine just with that. I'm going to go through some characters, one, two, three, four, five characters, and I want you to tell me their fates, live, dead, and you could throw in if you want, you could throw in Hal if you choose that they die, that's up to you. I'll start with Howard Hamlin. Howard Hamlin. I, I, I think, I don't, I don't, death I think is like too easy for Howard, because it's like, at first in the beginning of the show you think he's a bad guy, then you find it's Chuck that was 
basically holding Jimmy back that didn't want to hire there, that Howard was looking out, but then Howard's still kind of a piece of shit. Um, I He might get caught in the crosshairs. If he doesn't get caught, if he doesn't get caught in the crosshairs, I think he just he goes on to something else and gets a new job. Uh, I could see that he loses the firm, loses it all, and, and does something else. The firm, so we know the firm like doesn't exist, or at least they don't say it in Breaking Bad. So I'd like to think he is no longer a lawyer, and the scheme that they pull in some facet works. But just like Chuck, he's unhinged. I could see him committing suicide. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I, I, I don't think it'll be kicking over a lantern, but I also yeah. at the same time don't I don't know if they would take that route because they literally did with Chuck, but at the same time, like this guy is kind of unstable. He blamed Chuck's death on himself. He was very, very like animated through this whole binge. process. Yeah, right. It could be real. Uh, so yeah, I could see a world where Howard Hamlin dies, and if he yep. does, my money's on suicide. Uh okay. Kim Wexler. I, I think Lalo's gonna get her. Wow. I just have a feeling that Wow. That would be I just have, enormous. Yeah, I, I just have a feeling that because uh, Lalo's out for blood. He wants Nacho, he wants he wants Gus, J- J- Jimmy, he he met Kim, so he knows who she is. He needs a big loss, and who the biggest loss for him is Kim. I disagree hundred percent. I think Kim is wearing the plot armor. I think I should. I I hope she survives. If you if you look at the way Saul, I'm sorry, Jesse and Walt, albeit before Better Call Saul and technically Kim Wixler existed in our consciousness, the way he brings up Nacho and Lalo in the desert scene in Breaking Bad, um, no, it was Ignacio's fault. The Lalo sent you. No, Lalo. If Lalo killed his wife, he wouldn't be petrified. He would be pissed. He would hate him. He would want to get back at him and and Lalo probably wouldn't live Jimmy would find a way he would hire somebody he would do something he wouldn't be petrified of him if he killed Kim he would want revenge and I don't think he would have backed down so I'm going to disagree I would say revenge what Jimmy could do in revenge I'm, I'm not sure against the cartel when you have as much money as he does yeah but he didn't have like money like that like the, the he got 100,000 in cash for the bag man but a hitman will take a hitman will take cartel, five grand in cash uh, I don't know, I, man. Cartel, I, I think it's a different story. My I friend. just don't oh, think again. he would talk about Lalo in some in that way if he killed Kim. Kim is also like the character that this show has written up better than almost again, anybody. She, she died in like an episode. She got hit by a car. You thought she was dead there, and she survived. <laughs> That's so yeah. I, I, you know, agree to disagree. And I thought this would be the one we disagree on the most. Yeah, well, we said before. You said I said in predictions. I think she does, and you want her to live anyway. So I knew we would differ off the bat. Yeah, and I fine. think I think she's going to end up in jail. I think she's going to go too far. Um, it could come out via Howard's suicide that she was behind it, and she could go to jail for something like that, where it's like a shit. Maybe Howard kills them both. Well, oh, oh, her and him. Jesus, that would mm-hmm. get dark quick. That's uh, like, oh, you're saying he's unhinged and he blames her for his downfall. Him <laughs> and Jimmy. Yeah, there he go. goes to kill himself and then turns the gun on her and it's a murder suicide. Like. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's off the table. Um, this show would, would could go anywhere. Um, but yeah, I think either Kim is in jail or runs from the cartel. Uh, maybe Lalo's about to kill her and she gets away. I, I, I don't know, but I would I will respectfully disagree with you 
on the death part from okay. from Kim. Next up, Nacho. I, I I want Nacho somehow to make it out, but I feel like they're going to use his father to get to him. So I'm I'm like, like do they kill the whole family line? Do I kill the father then kill him, or do they just or does kill he the like beg for his? Dead? Does he beg for his father's life and say take me instead? Yeah, of course, but they're never. He would never do that. I mean, I the last like time him just... and his dad talked, his dad got so pissed and they walked out and they hate each other. There's good reason for Lol or for Nacho to want to do something to get that good graces back and to not feel so bad for it. I mean, the, the writing is there. I I also don't think Nacho makes it, and I just yeah, it it sucks. I I, 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 I love Michael Mando in the role. I think he's fantastic, but right now I I don't think he makes it. But if he somehow does. His dad dies and he lives. That's what I'll. That's the one thing I. That, that little caveat. You think that they're going to be opposite, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yep. I think Nacho dies. Papa Nacho. So, yeah. Lives. So if, if dad lives, he's dead. If he, dad dies, he's he lives. Yeah, I would agree, hundred um, percent. It makes me wonder what Saul Goodman's talking about in the desert when he says it was Ignacio. Like, does that mean it's a past thing? Is that a present thing? Super intriguing. And I like, didn't even see the preview for next episode, so I don't know nothing. No, that's the Breaking Bad scene. Oh, it's okay. in Breaking okay. Bad. So like when he says, no, Ignacio did it. It was Ignacio's fault. And it's like. I don't even remember. Ignacio's dead. Uh, the episode of Breaking Bad where Saul gets introduced. It's called Saul Goodman or Better Call Saul, I think is the name of the episode. Jesse and Walt take him out to the desert with ski masks on. Put a gun to his okay. head. Okay. And he says, Ignacio did it. Blame Ignacio. Lalo send you? No, Lalo. I'm a friend of the cartel. I'm a friend of the cartel. So he says all that stuff. So like there's so much like that was. Six years before Break- Better Call Saul was even a show, and they're already talking about Lalo and Ignacio. So, just super good writing. Lalo, does he make it? Uh, so, well, I mean, we we didn't see him in Breaking Bad, so I gotta assume he dies. I have to assume he dies. Me too. And it's not because we didn't see him in Breaking Bad; it's because of a line that I believe Hector says. Or some or Gus says to Hector, I think he says, "We're the last of the Salamancas," or "You're the last Salamanca." And yeah. why would he say that if Lalo's alive? Yeah, Shit, if, all of them. He's, yeah, he's he's got to die. He's got to die. Yeah, in Breaking Bad, at some point, I believe Gus goes to Hector and says, "You're the last of the Salamanca line," or the Salamanca line ends yeah. with you, or ends something with like you. that. Yeah, that I remember something like that. So, like that must mean Lalo's dead. That must mean Aguilita is dead. We know Tuco gets shot by Hank. So, uh, the cousins, we know what happens with them with Hank. Hank took out a whole shit ton of Salamancas. Good for him. Yeah, he did. Maybe Hank takes out Lalo. How sick would that be? Hank comes back, pops a cap in him. Oh my god, he gets all the Salamancas except for Hector. That'd be cool. But yeah, I agree. Lalo does not make it. I don't know how, but I, it does not make it. Uh, any other, this is death only, not for survival. Any other random side characters bite the bullet here? Uh, I'm tra- there's anyone else like the Kettleman's um, Kim's mom. If they do another flashback, um, do you hear about the old woman from the, the shoes from the mall? The she like, I don't and know. The only thing, only thing I think they, they introduce his one buddy Marco in season one, but he dies he's, in he's the dead. season one finale. Yeah, he's dead. So uh, other than that, I, I besides I, we know unless Gene goes down well, in the you know, and we're going to talk about Gene in a sec. He's the big one we haven't touched yet. I mean, it's got to end with Gene, right? So let's talk about that one. What do you think happens to Gene Takovic? 
I want the poor guy to somehow be happy after all this to go through everything he's been through. But is it is it in the card? Does he does he meet up with Kim at at the final end? See, it's very slim. Very it slim. Is. It is, but I'm holding out hope. I hope they go for the happy ending. I really do, because they could still write it in a way where it's unexpected. If she's in jail and she gets out and he's there waiting for her. <sighs> but, you know, he's also got to be in hiding, so it's tough to do that. Yeah, because he's still out. Like he's not. He didn't get caught. Yet. Oh, here's a side character that we could. The cab driver. From the black and white scenes that recognized him as Saul. And he says, I'm going to go handle it myself. Does he kill him? Does Gene Takovic kill that cab driver from Albuquerque? Like that would be I, pretty wild. I don't know. I I can't in, unless it's protecting Kim. I can't see him killing anybody. He's protecting himself. I mean, he hung up on Ed the disappear. Like that's a that's yeah. That, I, you can't go back from that. It's sadly, yeah, that actor passed, so we definitely won't be seeing him. Robert Forrester, right? Yeah, Robert Forrester. Um, I'm trying to think, anyone else? Not, nothing, no, nothing's jumping out at me. Well, then let's let's get back on Gene. What, what, how does Gene's story end? Is it with Kim? Is it alone? Is it? Does is he, he still at the? Well, he can't be at the Cinnabon anymore, right? Um, that that ship has probably sailed. I mean, um, it depends on what he does with the cab driver. If he literally murders the cab driver, he can go right back to the Cinnabon the next day. But I think he goes back to Albuquerque based on a lot of the promo footage. Cause he, there's like a little teaser, like five second teaser where there's like, there's like a, a cork, a cork board and it's got like all these things. And on one of them, it's wanted Saul Goodman, $5 million reward. And he walks by and rips it down. But on the background, it doesn't say Omaha. It's got all a bunch of Albuquerque shit. So I think he actually goes back to Albuquerque. Maybe someone, maybe he turns himself in. That could, that's a thing. Like that's a very pot. He might just say, fuck it. I am so tired of running i hate being alone i hate not being able to be me i'm just going to turn myself in and hopefully get out while you know one day i i could see that being a thing a hundred percent you know i i didn't think about that maybe that is after everything like you say he's, he's out of money he's tired of running he's tired of well he's not gonna be out of money he's he's got those diamonds he's not gonna be out of money those diamonds are they are they can get you through a lifetime yeah but maybe you, could, you know i don't know he could have lost them I don't know. I don't know. I, I again, maybe he turned. He I, pays I, didn't, the cab I didn't driver. I, I didn't even think of it. Like I literally just thought of him turning himself in. Like as we talked, I and I kind of like that. It's right. It, it. I'll go with turning himself in or my backup. I like your somehow fairy tale him and Kim at the end somehow. Yeah. I will go with one of those two as well. Um, that they're the two most likely outcomes for me. Last question, and we will get on out of here. Will there be any other spinoffs in the Breaking Bad universe? Maybe like a Kim show or something. I, I thought I did hear like. Yes, they had something. said they would like to do something, but they never did anything. But they never said it, right? They never no. said anything. Nope. I know. Um, I think Kim had a little some slip and Jimmy did a little like it was a spinoff animated. I'm looking at something here. Uh, Cooper's Bar, starring Rhea Seahorn, was announced, confirmed to be connected to Better Car Saul Continuity. A six-part series followed the antics of of character actor Cooper, played by Louis Mastalo, who owns a neighborhood bar. Uh, I thought this was something that came out in 2021, but I never saw it. 
It's probably just a little internet couple. Yeah, that, that's what I think it was like a little short form. But yeah, does like right. does anybody else in the Breaking Bad universe um get a spinoff? Uh, and, and who, unless you want to go, how Lalo got started, how Gus got started. Gus uh, is the only one that I can think right, of. right. Like that's it. Gus is like to see because we don't know his start, his upbringing in Chile, and, and all yeah, that we know stuff. we we know how he kind of came to be of you know him and his partner of the you could have the a main you guy could, shooting his partner you could have a Hank and Gomi buddy cop DEA yeah, show but we've seen that, that before I don't want that yeah. you could have a Skyler post Breaking nope, Bad absolutely not you could have. Like you said, the Gus one. You could have um, the the only. You could have honestly, Jesse up in Alaska, but they already me, did that, El Camino. But that's that's the only thing I would want to see. I'd want to see a Gus prequel, or I want to see a Jesse after after everything. You uh, could call it Jesse New Blood. You know, but you guarantee people would watch it. <laughs> it takes place in a cold, snowy town, and it takes place ten years after the original. Well, or it's it's. It's Jimmy McGill and and somehow they Damn. meet up in Alaska. I don't know. I don't know. Slipping, I, slipping I, Jimmy, I, but this time on Alaskan ice. No, I yeah, literally slipping. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like just after to have a run of Breaking Bad to get the spinoff show, to get the spinoff movie, to get what six seasons of Better Call Saul. I, I, I think you got to. I don't know more if seasons I'm Vince, than Bre- I end it. More seasons than Breaking Bad, by the way. Yeah, so I, I don't know. And yeah, more seasons, more episodes. I think you you, you ended here. You had two shows. You had over a hundred episodes, a movie. I I think you call it quits. That's just me. My most important question, Sam. We've seen Huel. Do we see Bill Burr's character this season in Better? I, I would I would love to see Bill Burr again. You know, anytime I can see Bill Burr. Except I'm in bald. Breaking Bad, he had a head full of hair. Now he's bald as shit. They'd have to do some prosthetics, some Colin Farrell shit, to make me believe that Bill Burr now looks younger than Bill Burr did eight years ago. And That's that what I'm saying. Should wear a hat or make it winter somehow. Maybe <laughs> make, we see him in Alaska. I don't make know. him wear a hat. There you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was episode 281, just a really fun, good old time down the Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad Universe train. We we thank you so much for enjoying that with us. Enjoy episode three if you're listening to the show the day it releases. If you've already, if you listen to this after that, please hang out with us. Let us know where we were wrong because episode three was everything we wanted to be and more. And we'll be back next week with episode 283, Breaking Down episodes three and four cannot wait to see you then episode two are you not entertained <laughs>